Welcome back, people. It's a beautiful Saturday afternoon, alright? You know what day it is? Because I know what day it is. It is the day for Creepy Encounters, alright? If you don't know where you are, you're at the Rainy Day Horror Show with the coolest and best podcast host in the industry. Me, Dusty McBalls, the certified cougar hunter, and the man with the biggest set of testicles in this universe. I'm actually adding another certified to my list because I just got certified as a forklift driver. Yes, yours truly is now a certified forklift driver. One of the best, probably the best, you know, forklift driver in any of the warehouses. I can take anything from anywhere and just, no, I'm just good at it. I'm perfect, all right? This is a naturally, hold on. This is a thing that you are naturally born with, all right? And I got lucky to be a certified forklift driver, all right? So, like I said 10 seconds ago, it's creepy encounters, all right? I got two stories for sure. I don't know if I'm going to do three, okay? The two that I'm doing are kind of like medium-ish, and one deals with Tinder, and then the other one, I'm going to leave it a little surprise, all right? Might have to deal with the creepy neighbor, all right? So, before we jump into it, sit back, relax, no crocs today, it's just a good old storytelling day, all right? And yeah, make sure you have something to drink, something to eat, because I don't want you thirsty, don't want you parched, okay, grab that prime bottle, alright, grab that, you know, that Icelandic water bottle, they are the best fucking water bottles in this world, alright, hands down, okay, shout out Icelandic, alright, they got dope ass, the bottles look fucking cool too, alright, but anyways, if you're ready, I'm kind of ready, not really, but we're gonna do it. And let's get into these creepy encounters, alright? So, the first story comes from the subreddit. Creepy encounters with the user being Rumbler Foam, alright? And the story, or not the story, but the title of this story is Creepy Tinder Date May Have Had a Secret. Okay, now let's jump into it, you sexy little peacocks. I decided to go ahead and make this account to type this story out and get sucked into the rabbit hole that is this app. I don't know if I actually avoided something sinister for a fact, but I'd rather play it all safe and say that I did. I'm a 29-year-old female, and while I'm well-traveled and have been around quite a bit, whore, I do occasionally make some pretty rookie mistakes. My fault, and I make no excuses. I try to remain vigilant and alert, but I'm very capable of letting my guard down. So, after being here in the U.S. for about two months, I decided that I was bored sitting around my unit watching 90 Day Fiancé. So I decided to make an old dating app profile again. Shout out Tinder. I made no specific intentions known 
about what I was interested in accomplishing as I don't really know myself. I just wanted someone to hang out with and see where it goes naturally. Bro, that's every fucking excuse on Tinder. Holy shit, okay? That is so fucking stupid. I hate that. Sorry. I ended up matching with this one bloke who had shared interests with me. Okay, so bloke, for people that don't know, I think it comes from Australia. And it means, like, dude, guy, friend, like, he's a good bloke, he's a good dude, she's a good bloke, she's a good person. That's what bloke kind of is. It's just, like, a person of, not really endearment, but just, like, a, it's a, you know, a person, okay? Another name for a person, that's what I'm trying to say, okay? Now shut up, let's get on with the story. We chatted for a bit over the app, and eventually I felt okay to give him my number. After talking back and forth for a couple of weeks, I agreed to meet up. We met at a pub and had a couple of drinks. I'll admit, at first I didn't recognize him because he didn't resemble his photos to the extent that I was expecting. He didn't look bad by any means, but I could tell that he used older pictures and edited them enough to where he seemed more appealing. I swear, I'm not trying to sound superficial because he was cute. Just not what I was expecting. But I also think we've hit a point in social media culture where it's safe to assume that we won't see the same thing in real life as we do online. And that's okay. We did hit it off. We discussed the usual first date stuff. Then we got into more detail. I told them about back home and work and how life was different there than it is in the United States. At one point, we were talking and holding hands and I felt comfortable enough to let him kiss me. Ooh, ooh, love, ooh. Sorry. Well, he asked me as we were leaving if I wanted to go back to his place for a cup of coffee. I told him I knew what coffee really meant and that I didn't want to do any of that on the first date. He assured me it would be one cup of coffee, and that he would give me a lift home so I didn't have to call an Uber. I accepted his offer, and we walked to his apartment, which was only a few blocks away. As we were going upstairs, he made a few questionable remarks. He mentioned how I wasn't like most girls because I accepted his invitation and alluded that in quote, in, not nah, fuck, air quotes, that's what I'm trying to say, in air quotes, you never know, I could be a psychopath. Wow, weird, okay. He then motioned with his eyes down to my dress and inquired about my tata size, the badunkadunks, alright? I told him again that I was sorry, but the night wouldn't end with him getting lucky. Stand firm, girl. You got this. He might be a serial killer, but you got this. Alright? As we got into his unit, he dismissed himself to the toilet and left me sitting on his bed. In parentheses, it was a studio and he didn't have a couch. As I'm sitting there and waiting for him to finish doing whatever he's actually doing... I notice in the corner of his bed, he had two masks. One was a cartoon-looking goat mask, and another was a cat or maybe a tiger. Well, which one was it? 
Cats and tigers don't look the same. Lady, sorry. You seem like a nice person, and this is really creepy so far, so I'm going to cut you some slack from here on out. What was more alarming was that he also had a bowie knife and a small woodcutter's axe only a short distance away from them. Upon further observation, I also noticed there was a black jumper draped over a dresser. Then, on his bedside table, there were a pair of latex gloves. Okay, I don't much feel like being murdered tonight. I got up and calmly left the unit. Then, I made haste down the stairs and down the street. I was able to catch a lift. Now, look, I may have just really hurt his feelings because he had no malicious intent, but if that's all that happened, then I'd prefer that over the possible alternative. All of these items alone wouldn't have been that bad, but all of these random items within a short walk from each other, I'd rather just not chance it. I do feel bad for leaving a person, but I don't feel bad about leaving what could have potentially have been a dangerous situation. That along with his random personality change was enough for me to make the call that I made. As of recently, I noticed that he either blocked me from Tinder or deleted the app. That is creepy. He was probably a serial killer. Holy shit. Hold on, I got hair in my mouth. It's the perks of having long hair. Oh my god, that would be so fucking creepy. Holy shit. Okay, so, little story time. When I first met my girlfriend, um, on, well, when we first went out on Valentine's Day, we went to the trail, you know, the trail that night, where my whole fucking story starts. And, well, my whole paranormal story starts. And she's like, you're not gonna kill me, are you? I was like, no, I only have Ted Bundy charisma. I realize that I probably shouldn't have said that, but that shit was so funny, and she laughed, and I laughed, and yeah, it was just really funny, okay? Same thing, but like still a little creepy. Creepy on my part, totally creepy on my part, but this is kind of the same situation. God, she got fucking lucky. I would have left. I would have fucking left if I saw all that shit. Hell no. Fucking weirdo. He's probably like, he's probably gonna come out like Jeffrey Dahmer and just be like, Relax. I just want to take some pictures. Bro, fuck that. Nope. Hell no. Get fucked, nerd. Not me. Alright? Now, onto the second story. This one comes from the subreddit, Let's Not Meet, with the user Accomplished Edge 803. And this story is called Psycho Neighbor. I only recently found the subreddit and very much enjoyed the stories. This is my only let's not meet type story that I've actually experienced myself. I'm a young guy with a nighttime job living in an area of town that has gotten pretty sketchy the past decade or so. The police are here at least once a month to sort out some violent or drug related crime. I'm a very routine focused person. So for the past 8 years, before going to work at 1.30am, I always take my dog out for a walk around 1am. Sorry. 
if you live in a bad area, I would not be doing that, but whatever. In fall of last year, I went for the routine dog walk one misty night at 1 a.m. like I usually do. Fuck no, I would have went back inside. Fuck that shit. I made a right turn after exiting the gate, and just as I passed the corner of my apartment, I noticed a fuzzy shape on the ground just outside the gate of the neighboring building. I stopped in my tracks and took in what I was looking at. I determined it was just a cat lying on its side on the pavement. I thought it was odd, but since I know my dog would most certainly bark at it and wake up the entire neighborhood, I chose to turn around and take a different route for the walk than usual. There's your second mistake. For the rest of the walk, I was reflecting on that cat. There was something very off about the cat just laying relaxed on the ground in the middle of the night with no people around. Once my walk had looped me back to my gate, I decided to turn the corner again and see if the cat was still there. In parentheses, mind you, a full 15 minutes had gone by at this point. Sure enough, it was still there. Same position and everything. Now I thought this scene was even more odd. I took my dog up to the apartment, put my work clothes on, grabbed my car keys, and headed out. As I exited the elevator, the image of the relaxed cat laying outside was still in the back of my mind, perplexing me. Instead of going into the underground garage, I decided to instead go out of the main gate one last time to check if the cat was still there. I exited, turned the corner, and once again, the cat was still lying there. Since my dog wasn't with me this time, I just approached it this time to check if the cat was okay. When I got to it and looked down, I stared at it for a good long while. The cat wasn't breathing at all. It was dead. No question about it. I had my suspicions this might have been the case, so I wasn't entirely shocked, but something was still so off about it. A cat wouldn't just lay down in the middle of a paved sidewalk to die of natural causes. There was no noticeable blood on or around it, so I began thinking that the cat might have jumped from one of the balconies. Just as that thought hit me, a raspy voice spoke to me from above. Yep, there she is, the voice said in a very matter-of-fact type of tone. I got spooked and quickly glanced up through the mist. I saw a middle-aged woman on the fifth floor balcony leaning over the railing looking down at me with a lit cigarette in her hand. When our eyes met, a cold shiver shot through the top of my scalp and all the way down to my toes in an instant. I may have misinterpreted her facial expressions due to the fog, but I could swear she was smiling when our eyes met. Without responding, I immediately turned and quickly walked over to my gate. As I walked... I could hear her laughing. I practically sprinted to my car in the garage. Once I sat down inside, I considered whether I should call the police or not, as every aspect 
of what I just witnessed gave me the impression that this neighbor of mine had killed their cat. I dialed the number, but decided not to, as they might want me to stick around for questioning, which might get me late to work. So I went on with my night as usual, doing my best to forget about the incident for now. When I got home later, the cat wasn't there anymore. About a week later, I walked past a neighbor living in the same building as me. We had some usual neighborly small talk, but she interrupted herself to ask me whether I heard about what happened in the other building last week. I said, I don't know. She told me that a woman on the fifth floor had thrown her cat down from the balcony in a rage because it peed on the living room carpet. The cat had apparently not died immediately, but all its legs were broken from the initial impact with the concrete. Police were called around 5 a.m. when another dog walker saw the act. The woman had still been out on the balcony by this point, talking to the guy while he called the police. I believe the woman's other cats were taken away from her. She was fined a few thousand dollars. She still lives there, and I sometimes see her leaning on the balcony railing when I'm walking my dog. I've never interacted with her after that, and I sincerely hope she never speaks to me again. Oh, that's fucking creepy. Oh, that's creepy. Some people just can't have cats and dogs, right? Examples. That lady can't have a cat. Michael Vick can't have a dog, alright? God, that's fucking bizarre. People are so fucking stupid. Like, wow. That lady's crazy. Holy fuck. Jesus. Ugh. Shen's a little... Not Shen's. Sends a little shiver up my spine. It'll tickles my vertebrae, if you know what I mean. But... That's it for this episode. Um, I hope you guys are having a good weekend. So, you know, it's time to party. It's time to get tore up from the floor up. You know what I mean? We're time to go shopping. All right? That's what I'm talking about. All right? We're going to go out. We're going to buy, I don't know. We're going to go to the Balenciaga store. We're going to go to the Louis Vuitton. Maybe get a Rolex. Okay? That's what you're going to do. I'm too broke for that shit, but that's what you're going to do. All right? But, yeah, that's it. Um... Trying to think. Tomorrow we got a really, really interesting fucking story on Fritz Harman, German serial killer. It's gonna be a good one. It's graphic, it's nasty, and it's gonna be good. Um if you haven't checked it out already on my Instagram, I ju- well, if you didn't see it on my Instagram, I was on inquiries of our reality with my best friend in the podcasting business, Shane. So, go check that out. Some weird shit happened while we were while we were recording that and we talk about it. It was really fucking weird. So, go check that out. Um I got an episode coming out with Reality Czars and then this Thursday at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So, if you're in the Midwest, it'll be midnight and if you're on the East Coast, it'll be 1 in the morning. I'm going on a live show with one of my good friends, um Jess. So, That'll be on my Instagram too. I'll be posting that. And that'll be, yeah, Thursday night. So, the Rainy Day Horror Show. Go check it out. That's my Instagram. Follow me. Give me, I don't know, herpes. Just kidding. Don't give me herpes. Give me love. Show me some love. I show you guys love. 
Um, if you want a sweatshirt, DM me. We'll figure it out. I'll get you the pricing and everything, and then I'll custom make it for you. Make it a one-of-one. And, yeah, that's all I really got for you guys. I'm going to be at the State Fair, you know, today. So by the time this goes up, I will be there. And if you're there, say hi to me. All right, let's meet up. Let's have a drink. I don't drink, but I'll have a drink of, like, water or lemonade. So without, with that being said, stay frosty. Stay foxy. And most importantly, the most important thing, or you will end up in one of my episodes. Don't test me, you little sexy peacocks. Stay safe. I love y'all. Deuces.